Praise the Lord. Shall we open our Bibles to the book of Judges? Judges chapter 5 and verse 7. Judges chapter 5 and verse 7. Village life in Israel ceased, ceased until I, Deborah, arose, arose a mother in Israel. Hallelujah. Shall we go back to our text, Isaiah 60? You know we've been really on this text for quite, I think for the last month. So today I'm closing on it on the theme of Arise. Hallelujah. Then next month, May, we are moving on to a new theme. Amen. Isaiah 60 from verse 1 to 3. It says, Arise, shine, for your light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon you, and his glory shall be seen upon you. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word today. Lord, I pray that you will speak to us, you will speak to our lives. Father, I refuse any wandering mind in the name of Jesus. I pray that we will be able to concentrate and to hear your word. Holy Spirit, have your way. Speak to each and every one of us in your own way. And Father, use me as a vessel unto you to deliver, oh God, your word as you want it today, my God. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We give you all the glory and praise in Jesus' mighty name. We pray. And the church shall say a louder, Amen. Yeah. Praise the Lord. If you would want to put a title to, to the sermon, I said, Until Deborah arose. Until Deborah arose. Amen. <clears throat> if we go back to the Judges chapter number 5, verse 7, it says that, you know, village life ceased. That life ceased in the community. And you remember, even the pastor, when he was preaching, he was talking about, in the book of Judges again, talking about the children of Israel and referring to how Gideon, uh, how God had to raise Gideon so that he can also lead the children of Israel into deliverance. If you read the whole book of Judges, you will see it's all about the story of the children of Israel and how they were falling and falling for other gods. And then God let them become oppressed because they were not following after God. Amen. They were going for idols. They were going to worship other gods. And then God let them go under oppression. And this is what we see again when Deborah also arose for the children of Israel. The children of Israel had gone again on to other gods. And then we now see that God let them be oppressed by the Canaanites. He says for 20 years they went into oppression because they went for other gods. And then God led them, you know, into the oppression. He let the other nations oppress them. Because God had told them, we will not have other gods, but the children, the children of Israel, they were always, you know, up and down, falling up and down. And then God had to send somebody. Hallelujah. Until Deborah arose. Until Deborah arose. So to the women, you know, it's such a wonderful thing for us to see that, you know, a woman arose in those times. Hallelujah. Amen. Even in the Old Testament, when you read, and it's a very few prophetess women who were prophets. Hallelujah. It's very few women who were mentioned as prophets. Hallelujah. But Deborah arose in that time. Hallelujah. 
And I'm going to challenge us this morning. I'll put, it's, no, it's a message not only to the women, but to both of us men and women that somebody needs to arise. Amen. Somebody needs to arise. Amen. The word of God is saying in Isaiah that arise and shine for your light is come. For the glory of the Lord is descended upon you. The glory of the Lord has come upon you. Hallelujah. And God, you know, has been commanding us. It's been a message for us in season for this time. And God is telling us to arise. God is telling us to arise. Hallelujah. Amen. Say to your neighbor, arise. 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 What does to arise mean? For me to arise means to get up or move up. It means to get up or move up. When God commands us, it means we are in a certain position. And God is saying, get up and move up. Hallelujah. Amen. It also means to begin to exist. If something has not been ex in existence, God is saying, you know, it must come forth. There must be life. It must come forth into existence. Something that has been hidden in you, it must come forth. Something that, that confidence that has been, that you have been lacking, it must come forth. You need to arise. Hallelujah. And nowadays, even as us as children of God, as church, we are, we are under so much oppression that even to share the, you know, the, that which we are experiencing, the goodness of the Lord, you know that people will just, you know, she put you away. Put all the, like yesterday we were evangelizing. You could even become discouraged. Hallelujah. Because some people, you try to give them a flyer. The moment they just see it about Jesus, they'll tell you, no, 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 I don't want this. But you know, it's not a time for us to shy away and to hide. This is the moment. This is the time that God is telling us to arise. This is the moment. This is the time. I was so happy. I shared with two, two, two young people. And they just, you know, they just took time to listen to me. And the thing that I just said to them, I said what? You know what? The joy and the peace that I experienced because of knowing Jesus Christ is just what I want to share with you. And that I, that I just want you to know that there is just some sudden peace, some joy which you might not be experiencing in life right now. Which I tell you, if you just accept the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior, your life will never be the same again. And I was so amazed that the young people were listening to me. And the people that I managed to have a conversation to tell them about the goodness of Jesus, it was really young people. And I was so amazed. And especially when I told them about the joy, about the goodness of the Lord. And that is what God wants us to want to arise. To arise, to show forth that, you know, the glory of the Lord. Say the glory of the Lord has descended upon you. So there's no need for us to hide it away. You know, like that's what even at the, at the Easter conference, the, the preacher, this Todd White, you know what she was sharing? He was saying he was into drugs. He was a drug addict. He says, I'm surprised nobody ever shared the word of God with me. And I wasted my life. I did all kinds of bad things. You, you know, he says, I did all kinds of bad things. I was a bad guy. Whatever you can imagine, that even people in my community, in my street, they didn't even like me because they knew the bad things that I would do. And I was bad. He said, I was bad. I was bad guys. But surprisingly, no one ever, no one ever shared the gospel. And he was challenging us to say, you know, how many people are you meeting in the street? How many people are you living by neighbors? Some of you even know their conditions, which you know, which you mean, oh, this is a bad guy, and you just even label them as bad, and you just leave them, oh, this one is terrible. This one is bad. And you don't even preach the gospel. A child of God for that matter, imagine. And he was saying, I was shocked, I was surprised, until one day I went to this, to this church and the pastor, because of his problems, because of what he was now going through, 
That's when he now went to this pastor. We now shared to him the word of God. We now said, you know what? There is Jesus. You can receive him as your personal savior. You can have him in your life. And that's what changed his life. That's what transformed his life. And he said the moment then he was living with his wife who is just his boyfriend and girlfriend. And he said, you know, I, because he was in prison, he came out and then this pastor preached to him. And he said the moment I went back home, I told my girlfriend that we are no longer living together. We have to go and have our marriage, you know. We have to have a marriage ceremony before we can continue to live together. And they're already having a seven and a half year old daughter. And he says, you know, we can no longer live together as, husband, as girlfriend and boyfriend. Because now I've come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. So you can imagine, it was such, it's a challenge for us, church. And how much, how many of us are in church here but living a double standard life? How much, how much of us, you know, how many of us here, and somebody just gets born again and begins to understand God in such a way. What are we doing? Where is our light? Where is our light? How are we shining? How are we standing up for God? But I want to challenge you, I want to motivate somebody that it's time to arise. Amen. It's time to arise. Amen. It's time to arise. Amen. I was challenged. I was really, you know, and when you shared this testimony, you realize that, you know, this is the moment, this is the time. And we are living in this society in Europe where people don't even want to hear about the word of God. Even at your workplace, it says, at your workplace, how much do people know we are a child of God? They are even hiding it because you are ashamed. You are ashamed. Paul says, you know, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is life. It is here. And why are we ashamed? You don't want them to know. You hide it. You shy away. That, oh, I don't drink beer, all this and what, what, what. You hide it. You don't even want. You feel ashamed. What for? When we have the Holy Ghost in us. Amen. It's time to arise. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, it's time to arise. From what I see from one first point that I just want to say is, you know, your true height cannot be seen when you sit down. As we are sitting like this, I can never tell your true height. I can see, okay, some heads above, some are below. But your true height can never be seen when you're sitting down, which means you have to stand up, which means you have to arise. So imagine in your life how many things are just, you are just in a sitting down position. In a sitting down position, whether spiritually or in whatever, in your life, even in your family, maybe you are the one who knows God and the rest do not know God. But how many, how much you all are, have they seen the line of God in you? Or you're just in a sitting down position. You don't you are afraid to tell them. Hallelujah. You are afraid to stand up. But uh, you know, Deborah arose. She was not, you know, nominated as a leader of the people, but she arose as a prophetess. They say a mother in Israel. She arose as a mother. She took her position. She understood it's no, this is no longer time to sit down. It's no longer time to be sitting down. Amen. Until you embark on a journey, you cannot arrive at a destination. You cannot say you arrive when you've not started a journey. It means you have to start a journey. You have to say you are going somewhere. For you to say I have arrived, it means you have started a journey. Hallelujah. God is challenging us. We need to start some journeys. Hallelujah. We need to start some journeys for us to arrive. You know, there is destiny. There is destiny awaiting. Each and every one of us, we have a destiny. Even every one of us, we have a generation that we should influence. The generation that will come after you, that comes before you, that will come after you. Even if you know the generation things were bad, but you can change, you can be a generation changer. 
If you choose to arise, hallelujah. If you choose to follow the word of God, which says, arise and shine. You can be a generation changer. You can be a destiny changer. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. No dream comes through until you arise to work. There is no dream which comes through until you arise to work. Whatever dream even you might have even for your career. Many of us even we have businesses, we have things that we know I'm going to be like this, I'm going to do this. But if you don't arise to work, if you don't stand up, if you keep sitting down, if you write even that business plan and you keep it somewhere in your house and if you ever you don't arise to wake up and to do something, that dream will never come to work. Amen. Amen. It will never become a reality until you embark on to work. Amen. 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 We are tired of being complacent Christians. Just church in, Sunday in, in church out, and nothing, doing nothing. Not changing anything. In our generation, raising even children that are better. What, 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 what is it about? Like it's even better if, if me and my family, if I can raise children that, that will serve God, that will do wonders, that will work for God. But what does it mean? What? It, it, what, what no. Oh, how, why, 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 for what reason? Why would we live if we just be Christians, just be Christians, stand the Christians and not make any impact? And not make impact even in the children who live in your own house. Even the children who live in your house, they can't follow the faith. What would we have done? I just want to challenge us, brethren. I just want to challenge us. It's a time to arise. It's a time to arise. It says, we have to stop looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. There are some little things, petty things, which we just need to leave aside. You know, the little sin, the things, the habits that just entangle, that just follow us, and that hinder our growth. Amen. Even these days, you know, we have too much of fun. We are spending so much time on social media and not reading the word of God. Throw away that phone, put that way, phone aside and read the word of God. How much time do you spend reading the word of God? If you compare your time on WhatsApp or Facebook or whatever, how much time are you spending to read of the word of God? We need to arise, beloved. Amen. Amen. It says, until I, Deborah, arose, a mother in Israel. Deborah arose. Nobody gave a title to say, you are the king, you are the judge of the, of the nation in this moment. But she arose because she felt, she knew God was in it. He says, arise and shine for the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. And in Judges 5, when you read it all, it was Deborah now praising the Lord after the victory that they had won. You know, the children of Israel, when, when Deborah arises, when you read her from, starts from Judges chapter 4, when they were now in captivity and they were now crying and complaining and then God, no, then God spoke to Deborah to say you know arise raise up 10,000 men and let them go to fight and the Canaanite army was very strong it had 900 iron you know what what are these uh, 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 these chariots and the children of Israel had nothing they had nothing but this army was really powered it was really empowered they had everything and their captain Sisera was a strong man known to destroy them and you know and but you know God spoke to Deborah to say just raise up 10,000 men from the tribes of Israel raise up 10,000 men and he told you told and Deborah tells Barak this is what we are going to do i sense that there is going to be victory victory. God is going to, to give us victory. God is going to make Sisera fall into our hands. And he tells Barak, assemble these people. And you know what Barak says? He says, I will, I will only go if you accompany me. 
And she's even asking the woman to say, you will be there at the battlefield. I will not go alone unless you go. And Deborah was ready and prepared to go. He said, yes, I will go with you. Assemble the people, I will go with you. And Deborah was there at the battlefield. Amen. Amen. And Deborah even prophesied, said that, you know, the sincerest life, will, that he will be delivered through the hand of a woman. Hallelujah. And when you read, you see that the woman who killed Sisera, after Sisera ran away, when the whole army was destroyed, the Canaanite army was destroyed, but Sisera managed to run away on foot and was hiding in, the, in one woman's house. And that woman is the one who took a nail and nailed it in Sisera and killed him. And that was the end of that Canaanite army, which was, you know, oppressing Israel. But because Deborah arose, hallelujah, Amen. Deborah arose, and we need to arise. It doesn't matter that you are a woman, you are a man. You need to arise in your own family, in your own city, in your own nation. We can only make impact when we arise. It starts, you know, in our homes. It starts in our families. It will go to our communities. It will go around to your neighborhood. It will go into your city and will affect the nation, will affect the world of the Netherlands. Imagine if we will arise, Christians will arise here in the Netherlands. Things will change. Hallelujah. Amen. The glory of the Lord will be seen. Hallelujah. Amen. We will begin to shine. Hallelujah. Amen. May God help us. May God help us. Amen. We need to arise like the, the, the woman, Deborah. She arose in a time. God is looking for men and women who are going to arise in our generation. May God is looking for men and women who are going to yield to the call of God. Amen. Amen. Each and every one of us, there is a territory which we must possess. There is a territory which we must possess. Each and every one. There is a mandate which we must accomplish. There is a territory which we must possess. Whether it's your family in your city or in your nation, but there is a territory that we must possess. We must possess. Amen. And we need to arise and possess our territory. We need to arise. You know, fear is one of the things that hinders us. It's fear. Fear will paralyze you. And fear is not from God. Fear is from the devil. God gives us faith. Hallelujah. And he wants us to move by faith. He says, no, it's you, be. you know, he says with, with God, you know, all things are possible. But with faith, you know, all things are possible. He says in Hebrews that with, with faith, without faith, it is impossible to please him. For him who comes must know and believe that, you know, God is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. It is faith that we need. A lot of, a lot of times we are, we are full of fear. And fear is of the devil. The devil knows that if you put fear in us, then we cannot do anything. Once you fear, you cannot make a move. Once there is fear, you are afraid, you hesitate, then you cannot make a move. But God wants our faith to grow. Like the disciples, they said, you know, give, they pray, they say, give us more faith, increase our faith. Let it be your prayer then for us to keep on, you know, letting fear rule in us. Amen. Fear will paralyze you, but fear is of the devil. And we need to be a people of faith. That's what God desires and wants to see in us. And for us to possess our territory, for us to achieve our mandate, we need to be people that walk by faith and not by fear. Amen. 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 And we are responsible for discovering our own abilities. We are responsible to discover our own abilities. You know... Like we're saying, nobody gave Deborah the title of a king, of a leader. Nobody gave her the title of a judge. But she discovered, she discovered the abilities. She discovered she could lead these people. She could take them out of this captivity, out of the oppression. And you need to discover 
your own abilities. Each and every one of us, we have all our own abilities. We have things that, you know, can make us shine for the glory of God. Discover your own abilities. What is your own area? Amen. You know, you can make a difference. Even your children, your children's children can read about you, can know the history. They will be told about you when you choose to know what God has put in you, in your hands, what God has put in you, so that you can make a difference. Hallelujah. Amen. So that you can arise and shine. Hallelujah. Amen. So it is important for us that we discover what is our own abilities. And what you use will multiply. The gifts that you use, they will multiply. If you, if you have a gift but you don't make use of it, it will not grow. Same even in the house of God, even the abilities. Even look at those people who do sports. If they don't go to exercise, if they don't practice, if they don't make it, then they, you know, it will not grow. But you'll find that they work on it because they know what you use, it will multiply. And multiplication, it works very well with God. God is a God of multiplication. When you discover your abilities, when you discover who you are, the things that God has put in store for you, and you begin to use them, you will find that you will multiply. That's why you find two people can come to the Lord today, and within a year we can already see two differences. Depending on how they all avail themselves to God, how they let themselves grow, how they let you know God to show forth the abilities that are in them, how they make use of the giftings that they have. You can remain a baby Christian if you don't make use of, your, of the abilities, the things that God has given you. They will not multiply because you don't make use of it. Amen. Amen. Multiplication is the nature of God. Hallelujah. Amen. And why do we need to arise? Why do we need to arise like Deborah did? You know, the church has been so much under oppression, even as we can see, the church is so much under persecution, and we need to make a cry to God even right now. God, you know, heaven works with us, you know, heaven works, if the way we respond, the way we respond to things is the way heaven responds, hallelujah. If we don't desire, we don't cry out, we see the situation right now, we are just talking, people will just come and, oh, I hear, even if you go to evangelize, people will tell you, I don't need God, or people will tell you, oh, this kind of thing, and we just talk about it, but are we making a cry to God, to say, God, see this situation? Will you help us to reach out to these people? Will you help us to evangelize in our days? Even in Africa, it's becoming a problem to preach the word of God. We are living in a time where the church is under so much oppression because there have been so much counterfeit even of the church. Some people even no longer want to church. They no longer even want things to do with God because of the way even the gospel has been presented. Yes. Hallelujah. All these papas, all these prophets who do all kinds of things, they've also spoiled it for us even in Africa. And some people would rather say, let me just be me and not talk about this church, not talk about this God business. Hallelujah. So we are under so much no oppression church and it is time for us as the children of God, the true children of God, that we cry out to God. And when we cry out, heaven will hear. Hallelujah. Amen. We need to make a cry out to God. For the church is under so much oppression. That's why we need to arise. That's why we need to arise. And God needs us. Hallelujah. Go with and cooperate when we also cooperate with heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And God has been watching. God has been watching. You know? He has been, God, God is waiting. He says, you know, creation awaits for the sons of God to be manifested Romans. He says, creation eagerly awaits for the sons of God to be manifested. 
So God has been watching. God has been watching and waiting for us to, you know, for the sons of God to manifest. That's why we must arise. That's why God is now commanding us to arise. This is the time for us to arise. This is the time for the true sons of God to arise. The true sons of God to manifest. You know, people who live lifestyle Christianity, that's what like the Todd White, you know, calls their church. Lifestyle Christianity. <laughs> daily Christianity. Not to say in Sunday, yes, we see you, you are a Christian. But then we see you the other week, we start to grave questions. Is this the brother that I know on Sunday? Is he the one that you know? You know? It's lifestyle Christian, whether you're at work, whether in your ear, in your house, whether you're cycling on your bike, even when you're parking your car. The way you park your car can make someone come and get angry. But when you're a child of God, you know I park my car good. It's lifestyle Christianity. Let someone you know feel good about it because there is Jesus in you. It's, there is Jesus in you. God is watching for the sons of God to manifest. Not only this year, Sunday Christian, yes, we all come, we all look good, but see me during the week when I'm wearing my jeans or whatever. And I can you still be saying, oh, this is the lady I see in church. She's a child of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why God is calling us to arise. God is calling us to arise because God has been waiting. Hallelujah. Amen. He has been waiting and been staring up before us to arise. Hallelujah. Amen. And the timing is right. The time is now. Say to your neighbor, the time is now for you to arise. Glory. Hallelujah. Amen. And you know, Deborah also represents, you know, steadiness and consistency. Deborah represents steadiness and consistency. You could see the way that she was really consistent. She was very conscious of what she was doing. And we need Christians who are conscious of what we're doing. Hallelujah. When Barak said, oh, yes, you have said that we have a word. We are going to help you. We are going to win this war. We are going to be victorious. But can you go with me? Will you accompany me? Because Barak, you see that Barak had more faith in Deborah. I don't know if he had faith in God. But he wanted Deborah to be there. And Deborah said, yes, I will be there. She was consistent. She was very conscious that this is what is going to happen. And I know victory is certain because I have the word from God. And we need, you know, believers who are like that nowadays. We need children of God. That's what we are lacking. You know, steadiness and very conscious of what we are doing. Some Christians are still like, you still don't know. You, 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 you live in doubt. Do you know the voice of God? Do you hear God? Oh, I think I'm going to be like this. Or oh, even this relationship. Oh, I think I'm, I'm for this girl. Oh, then the next day. Oh, I think I'm for this girl. Oh, I'm for this guy. For this brother. Oh, then tomorrow we hear you. Are you really sure that God speaks in your life? Where is your consistency? Where is your consistency? Even in your walk, where is your consistency? Two days, one Sunday you're in, one Sunday you're out, or this year you're in. Where is your consistency? And this is the time, that is why God is challenging us to arise. God is looking for children who are consistent, people who are steady, people who are conscious of what they are doing, people who know the times that we are in. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So if you are consistent and steady, so let any wind that will come by, any doctrine, anything that will come by, it will not shake you. When those poor prophets were saying, oh, you have to come, if you come for prayer, pay me this much, much, or you need to buy anointing oil, you will know that I don't need all these things. You will know the God whom you worship, that I don't need all these things. Hallelujah. Amen. We need steady Christians. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, when Deborah arose, the warriors returned. Amen. It says, the word says, you know, the warriors returned. 
the army of Israel arose. Hallelujah. The warriors returned. And when we arise, you know, things are going to happen. Warriors will be raised. You have a generation will be raised. Even in your family, if you arise, you realize if you're, you become a child of God, if you are a true child of God, that you even begin to influence even your family members. Even your family members, they are touched by the life that they see. They will just give their lives to God as well. Amen. Your children, I would say, you live a generation that will keep following after you. Amen. Keep following after you. So warriors will arise. You will raise generations that will follow after your footsteps. That will follow after you. So men and brethren, we need to arise. We need to arise. We need to arise. What leaders are you living? What leaders are you living? Hallelujah. Because when you arise for God, generations will be touched. Amen. Generations will be touched. Hallelujah. In Deborah, we see that she's the only woman who was a judge of Israel. When you read even all the judges, the seven judges, she was the only woman who became a judge of Israel. Hallelujah. And so we need to arise. Hallelujah. We need to arise. She was a woman of courage and strength. She was a woman of courage and conviction. We need a people who stand out courageously. People who stand out full of conviction. This is the time we need that. Because if you don't know where you stand, anything will stay you down. Anything will just... Because there are so many waves that are, you know, going around in this our season, in this our time. So we need to be people who are going to rise up. People of courage, people of conviction, people who know their God. Say that they that know their God, they shall be strong and do exploits. People who are going to be strong and do exploits for God. Hallelujah. And do exploits for God in our families, in our cities, in our nations. But it can only happen if we arise. If we arise from the position that we have been, if we arise from lukewarm Christianity, if we arise from Christianity, you know, you know, Christianity of just pretending, or Christianity where we live like we don't care. Even your neighbor, you don't care about what, if they give their life to the Lord, you don't care what happens to them. This is not the time, hallelujah. This is not the time. You will hear one time, oh, they died there, and you, you, you even, you know, nowadays even the Christians that they are not, you know, they are not, you, you, we used to, to cry or to be so angry when somebody dies and you, you realize you could have preached to them. You could have reached out to them. And then all of a sudden you hear, oh, they've gone. And yet you, could, you, you had the opportunity which you could have maximized and reached out to them. Hallelujah. We need to arise in the brethren. Shall we rise up on our feet? <coughs> Shall we rise up on our feet? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I just want us to talk to God. And learning from the, the, the life of Deborah, that Deborah arose. I don't know what your life has been like. I don't know what your Christian life has been, what it is in your life, how is your family situation, how is the situation in your city, in your nation. But this is a call for us to arise, to arise and shine, even as God commands us in his axis, that arise and shine, for the glory of the Lord has come, and the glory of the Lord descends upon you, so that the glory is all to the glory of God. When you now read the whole book of Judges 5, you see that Deborah was praising the Lord. They were now praising with Barak, and you know, 
glorifying God for what she had done because she allowed the Lord to arise. She allowed God to arise and shine through her life. So I just want you to make it your pride to say, Lord, arise and let your light shine through my life. Arise, heavenly Lord. He says, no, it's Isaiah says, see, darkness covers the earth, but God is commanding you to arise and to shine. For you know, the light of God, when he says Jesus is light, and you know, the darkness cannot stand where there is light. Darkness cannot stand where you are because you are a child of God. So make it your pride, make it your prayer that all this darkness that surrounds me, Lord, let your light shine through my life. Let your light shine through my life. May people see your glory. May people see your glory. I don't know what I've been causing you. Maybe to just remain in that position. Maybe you've been going through things that have been, you know, putting so much pressure. Things that the devil has just been trying to put you down. The devil has been trying to put you down. To put so much rejection, thoughts, all those kind of things in your heart. But I want you to pray. I want you to talk to God. God hears you right now. God is here in this place. And he hears your heart's cry. And he hears you right now. Say, Lord, help me to arise. Help me to arise, heavenly Lord, out of these situations, out of whatever circumstances. Lord, help me to arise this morning. Oh, Father, I thank you. Father, I give you praise. I give you glory. I give you all the honor. We thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. Holy Spirit, I pray that you will help us, each and every one of us, Lord, to arise and shine for your glory, to arise, Lord, in our own capacities, in the things that you have given to us. Help us, Lord, to realize those abilities. Cause us, Heavenly Lord, to possess our territories, oh God. Help us, Heavenly Father, to walk that treasure that you have given us, oh God. To walk in that treasure, Heavenly Father. I pray, Lord God Almighty, that you will cause anyone that is downtrodden, anyone that has been going through a difficult time, Lord, this morning, I pray you will uplift them. I pray you will uplift them right now. I pray that you will heal a broken heart right now, Lord. You will heal a broken heart, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Every situation that has been bringing them down, that has been causing darkness of God to reign over their lives, Lord, I pray let your light shine forth. Let your light shine forth, Lord Jesus, and Lord, let that light be shown in their lives, oh God, to the glory and honor of your name. We thank you, Lord. We bless your wonderful name. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. 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 Praise God.